Good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. I'm, a, I'm Robin Williams, you know. <laughs> welcome, Shield Bears. Welcome, Shield Bears. And welcome back to the Shield Bears podcast. I'm your host, Big D. I'm here with my man, Rob. What's up, everybody? It's been a and minute. <laughs> it's been a little while. I ain't going to lie. I mean, we've both been busy, but I'm not going to beat around the bush. I've been fighting my demons and uh dealing with that so i think i finally got a grip on some stuff but anyway just glad to be back and uh, i think today's going to be a good show um kind of going to probably go on some rants here a little bit i'm sure rob will join me mm-hmm. but today's topic is going to be drum roll <sighs> um basically how today's society is just tearing apart the family dynamic um i mean take your pick and where you want to start and i mean it's it is it's, it's all going to hell um you know i'm, I'm not I'm not going to try and sound like a, a male chauvinist or anything like that, but I do believe you know w- women they can work, they can do whatever they want. They they are equal to us in whatever they want to do. What I'm I'm going to try and take the whole sex factor out of it. My biggest thing is, uh, or not the biggest thing, but one thing that's that, that, that's getting at is there was a time when one parent I'm not going to say the man I'm going to say one parent could work, the other parent stayed home and raised you know took care of the kids, took care of the home things like that doesn't happen nowadays no you can't I mean unless you're just a high roller you you can't both people have to work and so then who raises your kids someone else a stranger Daniel let me stop you right there I I get what you're doing and I get what you're saying and 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 everything but I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna be real this way so this is my opinion y'all y'all get pissed off y'all can come at me and the bottom line is this um I'm just going to be real. Daniel's making a good point, but no, it was the man that went to work. No. Right. I'm not saying that that's how it's supposed. It should be now. Don't, don't get me wrong, but this problem started back in, man, I wish I could remember the exact dates, but I know it was like in the sixties when Lyndon Baines Johnson, the president at the time, this is after Kennedy was assassinated, right? He passes the bill where basically it brings welfare into the picture. Okay. Mm-hmm. Soon as the welfare system is brought into the picture, I heard this uh, TikTok uh, where this guy was talking about this specifically, and the the comment that he made was perfect. Now, when he said it, he was uh, basically focusing it more around the black community. Okay, because mm-hmm. the guy was 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 a black guy, um, and that's and I get it. That's where he was focusing. But the truth of the matter is, it spreads through all minority communities, even the white even white communities. And, and it was basically this, that uh, the woman or for, for them, it was the black, you know, wife, black mother basically divorced the black male and married the country, which is the welfare system. But I think that happened as a whole. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and then as time progresses and time progresses, it starts to become the norm that, oh, yeah, you can get by with with just, uh, you know, a single mom. You don't need the dad. You don't need. And that's where everything started to mess up because, you know, and 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 I'm not trying to throw shade at single parents by any means. God bless them. My mom was 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 a single mom for a while with with just me. So, you know, I get it. And I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to throw shade. But at the end of the day, for, in my opinion, a good, healthy upbringing, there needs to be two parents in the household. Yeah. You know, and, and no disrespect to you either, because I know technically you're a single dad. But when you have that stability and 
dude, it's, it's so great that we're talking about this, man, especially with all the little video clips I've seen this week. Steve Harvey was even talking about this, where he was talking to uh, someone in his audience who was basically saying that she gets after her husband when he's disciplining his their, their sons because she feels like he's a little too hard. As yeah. Steve Harvey said, is like, you don't know how to raise boys. You don't know how to raise men. Yeah. You, you know, you let the husband raise the men. You know, his goal is he's trying to get those boys, and just like your goal is too, Daniel, I know, your goal is to try to get your boys to be better than you are. So you're not going to steer them in the wrong direction. So even if you are a little hard on them, that's that's how you have to be with boys. And the thing is, is I think I think when you have these single parent households, you're missing that. If you have a single dad raising daughters, of course, they're going to be protective. Of course, they're going to be there for their daughters. But let's be honest, a father cannot show a daughter how to be a woman, how to no. be a wife, that's how where, to it's, be it's, and, and again, that's when and, and I know what you're saying is, and just to be clear, is you're talking about when the other parent isn't in the picture. So you can be a single that is correct. where both parents are, say, divorced, but they're both being active in that child's life. Right, that's right. Different than what we're talking about, what you're right. talking about. You're talking right. about like, like, like your situation. Walks out or, or dad walks out. Right, like your situation. Y'all Y'all are together, but y'all are active in your kids' yeah. lives. You yeah. know, and that's great that I think because of that, your boys are going to grow up to be very well-rounded, strong young yeah. men. You know, like with me, I grew up to this day. I've yet to meet my father, my biological father. I mean, we've talked a couple times on the phone, but my mom raised me. I had luckily I did have male role models in my life, but my mom raised me. Right. Again, she didn't know she couldn't teach me how to be a man. It took right. my grandfather, it took coaches, teachers, uncles to step in that role. My mom would try her best, but she doesn't you know it's it's different like we can yeah. try to she did her best and, and and i'm grateful for her but yeah it was it was there was things that i learned from my neighbors my grandfather teachers coaches that i would could never learn from my mom right now just like when i was raising my daughter for a time her mom was out of the picture i don't know what the hell i mean i, I yeah i could feed her take care of her love her nurture protect her but i don't know how to raise a woman right because i don't know what it's like to be a woman right so, yeah exactly but exactly. it's just it's just i mean there's just i mean there's so many like ways we can go on this topic like you like the way the whole prison system's set up where you've got you know people being incarcerated for the dumbest stuff you know and then you, in that situation i mean don't get me wrong bad choices whatever but now you got a parent in a parent in jail one parent trying to take care of the child and, and it's just but it's just set up where it's like especially inner cities and whatnot it's it's like the whole system set up to dismantle the family setting, right? And now it's it's because uh, I I I wish I could I should have watched it before this so I could be up to date. But there's actually a a, a a a speaker he was talking about how the whole woman's movement is. He points to a finger towards that of bringing down the family, uh, the the family setting because like it's it's not that women sh shouldn't be equal, but it's just it, it went from being a woman's movement of how do you word it? Where instead of women going for equality, it like it it, it basically got women where like you you know married X amount of years doing it also one day like I don't want to do this anymore I don't want to be a wife I don't want to be a mother I I deserve this I deserve that and whoosh, out the door they go you know and literally yeah. like leave the family yeah and it's like cool. which again I'm not saying that the, it's it's that a woman shouldn't be able to pursue dreams and whatnot but to suddenly be fed all this crap to where one day they look and like bye. I don't want to be a mom anymore. Right. Or even dads. Like, I don't want to be a dad anymore. Like, right. 
it's just being a father, it blows my mind how, you know, men can just walk away from families. I'm like, the hell? Like I couldn't yeah. fathom my life without my kids. Like how, yeah. how, like, but you know, it's, it's, uh, there's that. And then, um, you know, the way, again, the way the economy set up, you have to have two working parents. Yes. There's welfare there, but it's like, say in that setting where there's two parents in the home, they both have to freaking work. But what's stupid about it is you look at it, the second parent working, most of their income is going towards childcare, you know? So it's like, what the hell? Um, uh, no, I mean, and, and you're totally right. And going back to what you were talking about before, about how people can, can be a, a parent for so long, and then all of a sudden just decide, I don't want to do this anymore or whatever, because this all boils down to what influences us. You know, yep. uh, we're living in the age where we have we have a generation right now of young people, young adults that have been have their had that have had their minds molded by social media, by, you know, television. I mean, we were molded by television, too, but just with the content that's mm. out now, it's a whole different set of set of circumstances. Right now, this generation has it ingrained in their head that, hey, if if you hurt my feelings, then, you know, this is the outcome that it's good. You know, whereas our generation was raised as if you hurt my feelings, it's actually my problem and not yours, because I'm the yeah. one reacting to your feel to to what you said to me. And that's not the time that we're living in you know if i go up to to some stranger and i wouldn't do this but if i go up to some stranger on, on the you know sidewalk somewhere in, in the middle of town and i look at him, I go, you know what? you're an asshole right that you know he could choose to respond however he wants right you move on with the rest of your day but nowadays it's like it's almost getting to the point where like even if you did something like that oh my god you can get arrested for it i mean it's yeah. it's just really stupid how how things have gotten you know, mm -hmm. and and I know for our generation, every you know, everyone thinks we're old and this and that. But man, we were taught. Remember when we were kids, Daniel? The the saying, "Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words were never names were never yeah. heard me." Yeah, and now there's some there's some validity to that. It's a true. Oh, what statement. was it? I forget what politician actually made a statement that words do break bones. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? How, oh my god i'm like okay but it, it just seems like just morals everything has just gone out the window and this whole like thirty thousand different gender things is, is really screwing things up and i mean again hey live your life how you want to live your life but it's just right so many things are out there and it's just it's 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 there's there should be a father role a mother role and then the children and it's right. like they don't want that they want everybody having to be dependent on something else or, 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 you know, like schools are teaching or, or raising our kids. We're not, you know, I mean, granted, you know, how many parents are actually involved in their children's lives? They know what the hell they're being taught at school or right. go to these school board meetings to find out what, what the curriculum looks like, or, you know, um, what they're even their teacher's names are. Yeah, you know, it's like just parents aren't involved anymore, and they get they get so caught up in their, in their own lives, in their own settings, in their own things, and they need more involved in the kids and the family. Like, I mean, families don't even sit down and eat dinner together anymore. No, if they do. If they do, they're everybody's at the table like this. Yes. You no, know? it's like God, put down the electronics. You know, put brings because that's and that's the thing. It's all about being entertained with the TVs, the phones, the iPads, the games, this, this, this. And there's no more family interactions. I no, mean, no. Drive around I mean, town. I don't care what town you live in. Drive around town and tell me what kind, how many family-oriented businesses are in town. 
mm. where they cater to family events or family gathering. Like, you know, back in the day, yes, uh, there was like, you know, parks, there was bowling alleys, roller skating rings, different, different things where a family could go together, drive-ins, whatever. There's nothing anymore. Nothing. You know, and, and, I'm right. not, and I'm not talking about like Chuck E. Cheese where the parents are sitting over here like, well, like, oh, is it time to go yet? <laughs> a place where like families could go and do things together. Right. It's not. It's all about yeah. bars or where I could drop off the kids and then I'm going to go over here or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and you're definitely, definitely right about that for sure. And I mean, just I, I look at the differences of growing up in the 80s, right? um for me it was the 80 and for you too i believe right the late 80s early 90s right um and looking at like my nephews for example and what they're growing up in now yes of course it is night and day um and and i wish man do i wish like i've talked to my nephews before i have a nephew now who's just turned 16 and i've talked to him before about what it was like growing up being his age and stuff like that and it, it it hurts me man that that he did not experience some of the stuff that I experienced, man. Dude, we used to have freaking campouts. You know, we used yeah. to have, you know, uh, my favorite thing was going outside in the morning and you didn't come home until the streetlights came on. Yeah. And that whole day was full of adventure. Your parents didn't know, you know, or for in my case, your grandparents didn't know that in that amount of time you were exploring the abandoned house down the street. You were riding to the to the local creek to, you know, get tadpoles. And it was just an adventure filled day. Yeah. Whereas nowadays you see freaking four year olds with a tablet in their hand. Yeah. You know, no room for actual imagination to happen. Mm-hmm. you know and 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 that's, i think and that's where we that's where their brain develops is is with their exactly. imagination exactly they, they learn how to overcome skills exactly you know, or or nowadays you have like kids talking back like you know parents are afraid to say certain things because they don't want to hurt their kids feelings or you know um kids mouthing or talking back to parents and like you or the kids telling parents you can't talk to me like that you mm-hmm. did it you know like um i got my teeth knocked out yeah yeah things exactly like or you know um uh oh, i'm just having a brain fart here <laughs> it's just i'm getting all these ideas when you're talking and then when i was just yeah. like what was i gonna say yeah uh, but no it's like um you know just these kids and and how things are it's like what they're taught is how they have rights which i mean they have basic human rights but it's like they're supposed to have the same rights as a parent like no no no, no. <laughs> my house right you never say so when you get old i mean yes i do want my kids input and opinions but it's like you're not going to run the roost you know, you know mm-hmm. you're not going to control things i make the rules you follow right. them right exactly because you know, like, i remember like what was it when i was a kid growing up like i wanted to do something to the wall in my bedroom and i was told no i was like well it's my room and they're like no it's my room i'm letting you stay there I'm like oh yeah I forget yeah <laughs> that was the reality <laughs> yeah and so it's like i don't know but like times have just changed and and like what was it uh, I think I sent you a link to the video, but like even a guy was talking, um, was it back World War II or yes. just prior then? There wasn't the word teenager. Mm. It's just relatively new because before it was, you had a, you were raising kids up and then when they were by, by the time they were 12 or 13 years old, they were, they had was like a lot of responsibility. Right. You know, they were, right. they were expected to be a man. Right. And, right. But now it's like now we've had extended. We're now like 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, 20, 23 years old. Oh, yeah. They're still kids. 
They're still yeah. Kids. I mean, think about it. Some of those, some of these movies that are out there, especially the the historical movies and stuff, you'll uh -huh. see scenes in those movies, right, where the dad is about to go out, and he's going to be gone for however long he's going to be gone because either he's hunting or something's going on in the movie. What does he always tell his son, yeah, the oldest the one? The You're the man of the house while I'm gone. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter if the son was eight or yeah. twelve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Different mindset back then. Mm -hmm. different mindset and and i really believe we need to get back to that mindset my dad god bless him he was not the perfect parent okay a lot of I, and i've shared this before a lot of abuse that happened not physical but a lot of a lot of abuse a lot of emotional abuse but the one thing that i will give him credit for right is that he did show me how to be a man now it was my choice of course on what lessons to take and whatnot because i'll be the first to admit don't ask me to to you know change the brakes in the car. Don't ask me to do any of that crap because that's just not me. I, I, My dad did teach me, but let's be honest, I didn't pay attention. I was more concerned with playing music, right? Yeah. But the one crucial thing he did teach me that a man takes care of his household, yeah. you know? And so as an adult, I may not be able to be Mr. Fix-It, right? But I work a job and I work my ass off to make money so that I can pay somebody to fix whatever it is. Yeah, I need to it'll fix. Get yeah. Exactly. To me, that is what a man does. A man takes control, makes sure his household is in order, makes sure things need to be fixed and whatnot. Uh, and so I, I'm not again, I'm not trying to label. Well, maybe I am trying to label these things a little bit. And again, if you're mad at me, come at me. Don't come at Daniel. But um, I just think that there are certain things that men are supposed to do. It's a responsibility, like a simple one, man. You know the sidewalk rule. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a simple example. I was always taught that the sidewalk rule. I got, I mean, I was taught the sidewalk rule when I was seven. No. You know what I mean? Walking yeah, but you down. You have those nowadays, like, well, that, that, that's, you're being a chauvinist pig because women shouldn't be. <laughs> I, I heard the, that, that. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and, and, and you hit the nail on the head when you were talking about the whole feminist movement also causing damage. Because let's be honest with this whole feminist movement now, from what I understand, right? Because I've been married now 15 years. I've not, I have not been in the dating scene for a long time. But from what I'm hearing, men don't even want to date anymore. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're like, screw it, man. Shit, I'll be single the rest of my life, okay. you know, and because of how women are uh, responding to them on dates. Dude, I saw a video of this one guy who uh, it was a, it was a TikTok who was a little late to the date. Now, from what I could understand from the context of the video, he had called ahead, said, hey, I'm yeah. sorry. I ran into something. I am on my way. I was just a little late. This woman decided that because he was late, he not only had to pay for her meal, but he was going to pay also for her to order for her kids who were at home. Huh. Like, no. really? <laughs> you know, and, and she was already she was already ordering, Daniel, and she was ordering steak dinners for her three kids. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, the, the younger generation of women, I'm not saying all of them, not saying all of them. But from what you see, like what's what's put out there on social media, and everything, it seems like the majority of this younger generation of women have this entitled mentality that they they think they have something owed to them. Um, well, I think in general, that's I think that's the whole society as a whole. Well, yeah, yeah. But but my point with that was this: like uh, there was this, I don't remember who said it. Um, he made a really good point. He said women are born uh, with their with their worth. Like women are mm -hmm. born and they have this 
worth about them, right? But men, when they're born, they have to earn it. Earn it. That's yeah. that's why when you get to that adulthood, any woman out there can get it, get a guy. Let's be honest. She can. Mm -hmm. But it's not like that with guys. Women don't want to get with a guy unless he's making a six-figure income or unless he's looks this good or looks this way or whatever. Or he's got some level of success. Then they want to flock to the. But if a woman is living on welfare and is got, doesn't have a job or whatever, but she looks good, she's still going to find somebody. Yeah. That is a double standard. And, mm -hmm. and that's the other thing, Daniel, I think that is important in this discussion is that we need to stop acting like there's not a double standard. There is a double standard and we need to stop playing like it doesn't exist. No, it does exist. And everybody knows it exists. They just want to play stupid like it doesn't. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I'm going off on another tangent on that one. But 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 all that plays a part in the family dynamic and why it is in shambles. Uh, but I think you'll agree with me on this one, too, Daniel. And, and it doesn't matter for me anyway. I don't care what you think or 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 for for the listeners. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but this is just my feeling. Well, you want to roll today, but no. I know, I know, right? Um, I think the biggest thing that has hurt the family dynamic is that God is not at the center of the family anymore. Oh, oh yeah. that's the biggest one. And you can disagree all you want, but the facts are freaking there. Oh, because of what it's supposed to be, God. Husband, mm -hmm. wife, right? And exactly, exactly. And and the thing is, is that having God at the center of the family dynamic brings the morality factor because when you get into God, right? You get into the Bible. The Bible teaches you how you should act, how you should be. The Bible teaches you to honor your father and your mother. The Bible teaches husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, right? The Bible teaches all of these lessons on the balance of how a family should be. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and because that has been taken out of the family dynamic, that's why we are where we are right now. Hell, that's why the country is where it is right now. You know? I mean, yeah. Cause it's, it's just, it's a, it, it, the, since God's been taken out of the picture, Things just gotten worse. Morality's out the has gone out the window. I mean, you look at what's allowed to be shown on TV and the movies, and like how people dress and act out in public. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's one thing you can wear what you want to wear, but when you see like I see these videos of like a guy wearing like assless chaps and nothing else and a, and a mask being led around led around by on a leash down the street. I'm like. Right. That belongs behind closed doors. Right. Right. In private. That does right. not need to be allowed out in public. Right. You know, whether I don't in these parades that they have where you got people half naked and, and being, you know, taking sexual nature, which should be, again, a private matter in their bedroom or wherever they want it. And it's being thrown in the face and it's been and it's just being torn apart. Right. Like, right. Drag uh, queens reading yeah. storybooks at libraries. Or, or there's one. Um. I wish I could find the link. There was one. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to. The names are disgusting. But they took uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, turned it into a drag show. Mm. But it was for kids. Like it was a family show to come out, and they had like this guy. I don't know. It was dressed up. Boobs were all lit up. That guys walking around in like g strings and jumping around and 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 doing things. But they were actually having the kids reach up and put like 
dollar bills in 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 their in their thong and stuff. And like, oh my god! And then making like there were sexual comments being made towards the children, and I'm like, that's. And again, nothing wrong with drag shows, but, but not keep them. They're keep not. Them they're not yeah. family. It's not a family. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. And, you Did know, you see that like, video of the one drag queen that even said the same thing? Yeah. That was like, why? I don't know why you insist. I, my community insists on trying to take this to where kids are. This is not for kids. No. This is this is a sexualized, inappropriate uh, thing that we do as being drag queens. That's meant yeah. for the nightclubs. Yeah, it's he for adult it entertainment. Yeah, not family entertainment. Not exactly. Entertainment. Exactly. No, and like I said, and that's what I was saying. Like again, there's nothing wrong. I've been to a drag show. They were fun, you know, but it's not something like, hey, kids, let's all go together. You know, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, exactly. No, you know, exactly. It's like, OK, so then, that, I mean, so if that's the case, then it's OK to take kids to strip clubs. No, not at all. You know, I don't want strippers out there having story time with the kids. Right. No. Um, got story I'm time just, with you. <laughs> more, <laughs> it's, 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 it just blows my mind where the morals of things have gone. And it's like. And they've done very well at stripping down the family dynamics. I mean, l l even look at your your TV shows. Yeah, oh yeah. They're not families anymore. It's single parents, single moms, or 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 in or even in the show itself, the parents are the idiots, and the kids are the ones that are running the show and, and taking care of things. I'm like, right. What the hell? Right. Yeah. Right. Like you look at the classics again. You know, those old old farts, but like, yeah. I mean, Andy Griffin, yes, but he was a, a great show. Yeah, but it was still a great show. Yeah. Yeah, and then but then like Leave It to Beaver. Even the parents, I mean, the, the kids were like pretty much the star of the show, but the parents weren't idiots. Dad was firm. Mm -hmm. Mom was loving. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and that's how it should be. Brady then, Bunch. Yeah. You get going and get going. And all of a sudden, you know, now it's where the parents are idiots and the kids are the ones or there aren't parents, you know, and it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it just, but it makes us okay with, you know, it, 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 they've just slowly done it. So it's a little piece at a time yeah. where we accepted it and swallowed it. And then, and it's like, it's okay. It's the new norm. Yeah. And then the next day, another step. And it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm tired of, I'm tired of bowing down. I'm tired of, of saying it's okay when it's not. Right. And we're afraid to say it's not because we, we don't want to offend people. We don't want to piss people off because there's going to be people, people listening to this podcast that don't agree with it that it'll, it'll, it can affect my business, you know? And, but it's like, we have to quit allowing it. We have to take a stand. We have yes. to take our families back. Yes. And that's why with, I'm saying it starts with us men. I mean, moms, yes, women, y'all need to step up too, but it's up to us men to sit down and take our families back and to, you know, say, Hey, my my household, my family, we are going to live for God. We're going to follow his teachings. And I'm going to put my wife before me. Mm -hmm. And I am going to be the man to take care of my family and my children. Right. And right. we need wives to step up and be like, I'm going to follow God. I'm going to let my husband lead me. And I'm going to take care of my children. And that's the tricky part. Because yeah. right now, the way it looks, there's a lot of women that don't want to do that. Bro, well, I've seen the misconception is a lot of yeah. women think like I'm not going to be subservient. Like, right. no, that's, you're totally that's not what it is. Me. Yeah, it's partnership. Yeah, it's just that the husband's here, the the wife is here, but they're they're holding each other up. Right. Oh, but it drives right. me nuts. Like, oh. anyway, yeah, I, I was I, so yeah. So there, there was there there's a there's a lady on TikTok. 
and her specific platform is she's trying to get the message out there that it's okay or not that it's okay but that being that kind of a wife that will support her husband that will allow herself to be led by her husband that that is basically the way to go in a sense right mm -hmm. and to see the amount of hate she gets oh. on comments and whatnot and she comes back and says no i am not uh I don't I do not in the least feel like I'm some a servant or I'm less than if anything, I feel like I'm a queen the way my yeah. husband treats me and, you know, and this and that. And, and it's like it, it's just crazy to see it's flipped. Right. It's like it's like the Bible does say that in the end times, what's evil will be called good and what's good will be called evil. We're actually seeing that play out right now. You know what I mean? And I'll be honest, there are times when uh, I'll, I'll, I I can't think of anything specific right now, but I know there have been times just in my marriage alone where I feel like I need to exert myself as the man of the house. And I sometimes pause because I don't want to make my wife feel like it's what I say goes. And, and for a yeah. moment I'll pause and I'll be like, wait a minute. No, <laughs> you know, like, like, I shake myself. I like, no, I got, you know, I got this, whatever. Yeah. Um, because I am a firm believer that as the man in my marriage, I am the head of this household. God has placed me as the head. I am the priest of my home. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things in my home that I do because mm -hmm. of that. But, and I've mentioned this in past shows before, but I'll, I'll say it again. If it's dark out and there's a knock at the door, I'm answering the door. Mm -hmm. That's just how it is. Yeah. And and I actually had somebody ask me, Daniel, well, why is it that you have to answer the door? And I go, well, it may sound crazy. You know, it may sound kind of like, oh, that's something that will never happen. But you, you don't know how this world is. So the reason why I answer the door is because if some psycho with a gun is intended on killing whoever answers the door, then it's going to get me and not my wife. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just part of it. It's it's a protection thing. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, though, though. Your wife would say the same thing for you. She would want to be one to take the bullet. Right. You know? and, and, and that's, I get that. but, that's and, but that people miss that picture. Right, right, you know? right. And, but again, but, but, and, that, and that's what drives me nuts about it is because, like, when it comes to scripture, it says, you know, wives to be, you know, um, I don't know the exact word. Submissive. Submissive to the husband. Right. But they get caught up on that one little section. It's like, keep reading. Yeah. Keep reading, because what does it say next? Husbands, husbands. Love your wife as Christ loved the church, which yeah. means you put the wife first. Which means you give up you your life your for her. You serve your wife. Yes. So, yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is, is that, and, and I, I was taught this a long time ago, is that when it, when it starts to work the way it should biblically, right? Mm -hmm. When the husband does that, the wife automatically does the same you see what i'm saying like when you start putting your wife first and everything you're going to notice that all of a sudden she's going to put you before herself and it's not because you said anything it's just because no. that's the way it's, it's reciprocal it's happened that's yeah right that's how god created the she family she doesn't dynamic. have to take care of herself and put herself first why because you're putting her first you're taking care of her sorry dallas gorowitz yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, figured as much. I was like, I know what I just said wasn't that good. 
for all those that you don't can't see this like rough here like cheers yeah um, i got i got two screens yeah <laughs> but like you know and it's um oh my god it's i totally went off track. sorry about that <laughs> no, that's good. i had something good too oh well, um, we'll, we'll circle back yeah we'll circle back yeah. we're we'll secure but, but no, anyway it's like go ahead uh, no, I was going to say we, we, we are kind of at the break anyway, okay. where we got to take a little bit of a break uh, okay. to, to pay the bills, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break uh, just to get a word from our sponsor in. And then when we come back, we'll continue this great, great conversation. Yeah. So keep it right here. We'll be right back after these messages. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back to basics, no fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you in the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight, increase stamina, or gain mass? Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned, Metroplex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. back everybody you are listening to the shield bears podcast talking about a great topic and basically we're just talking about the whole family dynamic and how right now with the way things are here in in our society the times that we live in it just seems like there is an attack on the family dynamic on the healthy family dynamic now of course that can be a very uh subjective opinion on what is a healthy family dynamic right um, <coughs> but what we're talking about is basically how what's the norm now is single parent families and you know and we're talking about the importance of what it the way it should be to have two parents in a household or as, as in like daniel's case where he's him, him and his ex-wife are divorced but they are still co-parenting you know their their sons so even that to me works as well but daniel i wanted to come back and and i told you right before we came on a question and I want to ask this question, you know, that we're talking about the whole family dynamic and we both agree that there is an attack on yeah. the healthy family dynamic. Why do you think that I won't say government, <laughs> I'll just say don't open that door. Right, right. I'll just say society. Why do you think society is attacking the family dynamic that the way it is? Why is it that they're trying to make these things that we talked about in the first <clears throat> segment? normal and whatnot to break down the family dynamic why is that happening well there's two answers and some people are going to think i'm crazy but it's and and you already said one but uh it's satan and government yeah i'm not going to say satan is government or whatever but no satan and government so you got the enemy is trying to attack us and what's the foundation the family right government wants more power control what's the foundation family you right. destroy families you destroy everything 
you control families or control that setting, you control everything. Because it all right. starts, you know, everybody talks about politics. Okay? Right. Everybody's, and then you got those like, well, you know, because you got, everybody talks about D.C. and the president, the Congress and everything. And then you got those that are more, a little bit smarter with the big picture. Go, okay, let's, if you really want to make an effect on, on government or politics or, or life in general, where, where does it start? Starts in, in grassroots. So you got to go with like mayor or governor, state. And then you get those are smaller city. Right. Okay. What's smaller than that? Homes. Yeah. That's where it starts. Right. They don't want, they don't, you know, they don't want free. They don't want thinkers. They don't want leaders. They don't want, they want followers. And, and the way to do that is destroy our, our family setting. Mm-hmm. And the enemy wants to pull us away from God and, and to, to get us to where, you know, we, we walk away from our faith, walk away from God and, and, and rely on other things. And so how, wh- how and why, how do you do that? Destroy families. Right. 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 I think a big and I think a big. So to me, in my opinion, and and I know in this specific topic, I don't really have a dog in the fight. Right. Because it's just me and my wife. We don't have kids. But oh, yes, we are still a family. But I'm talking about like with kids. Right. We actually had a great conversation. uh, Was it last week? We had gone over to a good friend of ours house who is a friend, but is like a brother to me. You've met him before, Jose, guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we went to his house because his daughter, it was her birthday the week before, but we couldn't be at her birthday party because we were in Missouri mm-hmm. um, playing that gig. And so in return, the next weekend, I went over there and I made her favorite, which she loves my barbecued ribs. So that's what I made for her. And we just started having this conversation because, see, Jose and his wife, they homeschool her. Right. Mm-hmm. And she's older. She's she's <clears throat> she's a big girl now. I think yeah. uh, now she's like nine i think maybe around that age um and so we were just talking and stuff she was kind of telling us the challenges of of the homeschooling thing and everything Mm -hmm. and the challenges that they are facing when it comes to the fact that she's starting to realize different things that are going on in the world and how things are things like homosexuality things like some of these agendas that that they're trying to be pushed to make certain things normal right and the challenge it is to talk to their daughter to let them know hey this stuff is existing in the world but Mm -hmm. this is where we stand with it and then to get her to also understand that um we believe this is not the correct way to conduct ourselves Mm -hmm. but if that's what someone else chooses you let them choose what they want but it's not going to affect you you know and yeah. and and just basically the challenge that it is to do that and it got me to thinking daniel that i think a big part of it is and i could be wrong but this is just my opinion is that maybe some of these parents just don't have the time because of, of jobs and how and the working um the energy because again of the of the working and everything or maybe even the interest to start having those discussions with their kids I'll, I'll be the first to tell you yes i'm gen x right my parents they were too busy with work and maybe they just didn't want to but they did not have some of these conversations that should have been had with me and yeah. if they did it was a very straight to the point like yeah. i saw i saw a comedian one time <laughs> And talking about the talk he got from his dad and it was funny but there's some truth to it he said basically his dad told him he goes you know that thing you got in between your legs don't stick it anywhere yeah and that was pretty much it you know and it's like okay right but 
to actually have a good thorough conversation my parents didn't have that yeah you know my mom's answer to to talking about sex was you know if you do it before you get married you're going to hell that was that was the extent of it you know yeah. and, and and stuff like that and i looking back on it i get it i get it right yeah you were busy you worked two jobs you did and you had you know five kids total so i i get it i get it but still again i'm not a parent but i think you have to make that you do you know, but that's the thing now is is we're as as family we're forced to do of our attention elsewhere right right even someone else to teach our children what's right what's wrong right it's just you know and like um even still like i'm a gen xer I'm, i was a latchkey kid for a while you know and everything else and but the thing is is even though i was still at a time in my life i was working 12 18 hour days i still made it a point to have those conversations with my children to talk to my kids to be with them as much as possible but again it's the system is set up to not allow it right know? right well it's now, like what you were saying it's like what you were saying in the first segment this is the reason why also parents don't know the names of the, their kids teachers mm -hmm. parents don't know because like you said their attention is elsewhere they're working those long days to try to pay the bills to yeah. be able to provide for their kids yeah and what there's nothing wrong with that but it shouldn't have to be that way yeah you know Agreed. it's like Agreed. You, know, we should, uh, uh, you shouldn't have to be working and, and depending on the job i mean there are some careers out there where you're working long days right but you shouldn't have to be pulling two jobs you shouldn't have to be uh or both parents having to be work full-time jobs you know unless it's your choice to want to do that right right but uh it's just that's just how it is and and, and it just blows my mind where which i mean i get economics i understand inflation and the cost of this and cost of that but still like here we are, the most advanced we've ever been. But we're working more than we used to have to. Yes. Why was it back in the day, you know, a, a family of, uh, like, say, you have a, 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 a parents, 2.5 kids off of one income could provide and do it. And here we are, way much more technology. Right. Where machines and computers are doing most of the work, yet now we have families out there that are struggling having to work two three four five jobs right you know it doesn't make sense to me i thought isn't life supposed to get easier the more exactly exactly so what is going on here you know yeah i don't have the answer to that i i don't know for i don't know but it's just it, it blows my mind like it, it, it's it shouldn't be that way and and i don't know how to get it back to that way except for just yeah. in general so like well and then you take like uh, like you mentioned it's, it's just me and my wife but we are a family right yeah. Technically, if you think about it, logically, we shouldn't have the same expenses that someone like you would have because you have kids and we don't. You would think we have extra money because we're not having to pay for kids yeah. and whatnot. But the truth of the matter is, even <clears throat> though it's just me and my wife, we are still struggling right now in this economy. And yep. dude, it's blowing my mind. It's like, wait a minute, what the hell, dude? It wasn't like this a couple of years ago. Yeah. why is it all of a sudden and you know as well as i do the price of everything is going up right now and that in itself is not fair for families and daniel i go back to what i said before to me that's just forcing families to look at the alternative oh crap maybe we need to get food stamps mm -hmm. okay and and again i'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with getting help because there isn't but, right? but we're being forced to do it because they want us dependent on them exactly 
Exactly. Exactly. And then here's the thing. When you do that, there are some, my mom is a good example of this. There are some that will take the help, but then as soon as they're back where they need to be, they get off of it. Yeah. But there are too many that get the help and say, oh, well, shit, this is easier. Yeah. Let me, let me just stay with this. And then that's it. Then they're living off the system, which is what the government wants. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, you're right. It's like the whole system is being set up for this specific purpose. Yeah. And it's crazy that a lot of people don't see it. And what and kind of on the same subject is is I've had some conversations where, you know, I'm 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 hundred percent disabled vet. So I, I get a stipend from the VA every month. And there's people out there like, oh man, that must be so nice. <laughs> you know, oh how lucky you. I'm like, dude, I'm that's it. it like it is, don't get me wrong, it is nice. It helps it helps pay the bills. But at the same time, I'm scared shitless of having to be dependent on that. Because mm. I'm used to providing for myself. Right. I don't want to get where I'm solely dependent on that because what happens to that? Then that just becomes a carrot they can dangle in front of my face. Right. And I gotta dance and do 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 what they want, or they right. can take them away. Right. You know, and so and that's why it it's uh you know, homeschoolers used to be made fun of. You know, homeschool, you go you go to school. Like how, right. how are they gonna now more and more family we're starting to realize, wait a minute, I don't agree with the crap they're teaching at school. Right. Because they're changing facts, they're changing dates, they're changing history, they're changing things. They're trying to make certain things acceptable, you know, and like, which, again, you want to live your life the way you want, that's fine. You come in, like, I'm probably going to get in trouble for this, but like, say, if, <laughs> if like, I own a business. If you're an employment, you come in dressed as a goat and try to say you're a goat and this is how I'm supposed to treat you. Guess what? There's the door. But you got schools like that now. Yeah. where kids are allowed to come in and 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 dress, like what was it that I forget, what was some school they had to put in a kitty litter box oh my god the kids could use it I was like are you freaking serious like wow and I'm, a, and I'm the one labeled with a mental health condition and I'm taking wow medication. wow and you get I, all these people out here like that or like they they need medication or, or therapy or something it's like wow that's oh. the, and that's the first I'm hearing about that that is Oh, trust me, there's some crazy stuff out there. That's why I had to get off. I have to get off like watching news and things like that because it's just like I'm just watching morals and God go down the toilet. Right. Drives me insane. Right. I mean, then originally, and that's why originally I wanted to start this podcast with you is because we need to preach the message. We need to get it out there. Men, we need to freaking stand up and and say no more. Right. You know, and that's the thing is like, we're like, do we have no voice? We're afraid yeah. to speak because if we do, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're this, you're that, or whatever. And it's like, no, just you want to live your life a certain way, do it. But I should not have to be forced to accept it or forced to, you know, um, be okay with it. Right. It's, I mean, I'm not going to go out of my way and tell you you can't do this, you can't do that. Those are your choices. Right. But don't parade it around in front of me where I have to accept it as the norm. Right. Right. But that's the way it's gotten. And like, that's like common sense is a thing of the past. Morals, a thing of the past. Yeah. And, and, and that's why it's, it's, I don't know where, what direction they're trying to take us in, but, but they're, they're, the only way they can achieve that is by destroying the family dynamic. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. And it's just, uh, I mean, and it's, I hate where I'm using the word they, it's like, well, who are they? It's like, well, I don't know. Like, is it some guy behind the curtain pulling the strings? I don't mm-hmm, know. But it's just, mm-hmm. Something's going on. And like, I just, when are we going to say enough is enough? 
yeah you know, I'm, yeah i'm over here like waiting like come on come on let's just let's just have the zombie apocalypse already I'm just, <laughs> it's time let an asteroid hit us yeah i i really wish that that our society as a whole would realize you re, you ever seen that picture i'm sure you've seen it there was a picture that was put up this was a few years ago and i and i see it in circulate a lot on social <clears throat> media especially lately where it's a board game Mm-hmm. And it's on. It's not on a table. It's actually on top of the backs of a lot of people. Yeah. And then all, all around the board game, you see these guys in suits, like the elite, right? Yeah. And it says, it, and it says something like, "If we only knew, all we had to do was stand up, this game would stop." Yeah. And it's like it is really very simple. If we would just understand that we just need to unite, stand up, and say, "That's it. We're done. Enough is enough. This is ridiculous." The problem is, is that a lot of a lot of our society agree with some of these morals or, or whatever that are trying to be pushed down our throats, yep. you know, and that's where we run into an issue. And then what doesn't help is that these same people will tell you, you know, oh, you you just you don't want to listen. And then when you actually try to have a conversation with them and you prove them wrong on points right away. Oh, no, no, you're wrong. No, 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 no. I, I saw the funniest clip and you've probably seen this, but it's a perfect example of how i'm sorry i'm gonna say it but how the far left is and it was a, it was a it was a clip from family guy and on the clip you see this guy sitting on the couch with a donkey Have you seen mm-hmm. this clip Mm-mm. the donkey tells the guy you know kevin bacon was never in footloose he goes uh no the guy's like no kevin bacon was a star for footloose he's like no he wasn't uh yeah he was no he wasn't you're wrong. No, he was. And then after a while, the dog is like, no, 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 no. Eehaw, eehaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, and it's like, yeah, yeah. that's the perfect, well, you know. We're, we're not taught to have a discussion anymore. Both right. sides. Right. Both sides. You're right. Yes, but both sides. It's about grouping. Like, for instance, what was it? Um, I, I, I was watching a YouTube video the other day, and a guy was talking about how they brought in um I, i'm not sure of his political standings i, I kind of get a gist he's more conservative I, I don't think he's republican but he's more conservative right but uh i guess he like he runs a school or something but he uh-huh. brought in uh, joe johansson back in back in the day to when she was running for president right the guest speaker or to right. be a speaker well then everybody all jumped up oh you must be a uh um a libertarian he's mm. like no i'm more like an independent you know right but like just automatically grouping them or like someone saw just the way he was dressed like oh you must be a like a right winger or whatever or something right or like or you know and it's like instead of why do we have to label everybody we have to label everything yeah. label things and group them in, and like automatically it's like you're either part of my group or you're the enemy yeah you're wrong completely wrong it's like yeah no like like with for instance like yes there were things like for instance the whole, the whole okay let's go about with and i guess we're getting off subject but whatever yeah like the whole trump thing right there is no there's a hard line you either loved him and worshiped him or he's the antichrist right right like no because like and then people would get uh so there was things that trump did i liked right automatically oh you're a trumpster you're a trump lover you know you blah 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 blah, blah. I'm like no there's things he did i didn't like you know right i'll admit that the one biggest thing I'll admit is he, he should have taken his phone away from him. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like automatically, Agreed. oh, you're a Trumpster. Or like there's <laughs> things like I, I believe on and certain things of, of people having certain rights. Right. Oh, you're, you're, you're one of those lefties. I'm like, no, 
no, no, no. I just there's the I there's things on both sides. You know, I'm a mo- I'm more of a, a moderate, but I'm, right. I'm I'm a I'm an independent. Right. I like some things over here. I, I I do believe in some social programs here. Right. But I also believe in on taking care of yourself. Right. You know, and it's like, but yeah, automatically it's it's there is no discussion. It's as soon as they kind of get an inkling of where you stand, lines drawn. You're the bad yep. guy. You're the enemy. Talking's yep. over. Yep. And so. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to have a discussion anymore. Nobody. And that's until we can finally agree to actually sit down and have a real discussion to discuss both sides. Because there are some things, like you said, that the left are all for that I don't see as a bad thing. You know, like there are certain things where they want to do, you know, these different types of uh programs and stuff to help people i get it but i think that some of these programs shouldn't be made for you to do the rest of your life i think you should allow these programs for a certain amount of time and Mm -hmm. then you're on your feet boom now you can go you know because in reality that is what's going to make us as a country better Mm -hmm. when we can work and sustain for ourselves it just makes things better but the government doesn't want that because they want us to be dependent on them bottom line they don't want free bottom line no they don't bottom line that's what they want and i hate to say it but it really looks like we're going in that direction that one day the day is going to come when it's going to be like you have to make a choice you have to let the government basically be the one to support you or face the consequences you know i hope it doesn't get that to that point but good lord man it it seems that again that's where the base root attack is in in the family setting in the home. It's tearing the families apart to where yeah. now you get kids not being raised by the taught raised and taught by their fathers and mothers. Right. Being taught by the schools. And which don't get me wrong, there's some really cool teachers out there. I'm not I'm not yeah, throwing out, sure. I'm not throwing teachers under the bus. I'm throwing the I'm throwing the school system under the bus. Right. You no, know, because now it's now it's not even about teaching them how to think how to think. It's teaching them what to think. And then we're just, oh, just got to get you to pass this test. We just got to get you to pass yeah. this test. Yeah. I mean, you know how many, you know how long I've thought that I was a stupid guy yeah. because of the way things went for me in school. Mm-hmm. And it really wasn't. And this was actually not that long ago when I saw this one. Well, let's, we'll call it a meme, right? Because that's pretty much what it was. But it was this picture and and the words that it said, I don't, I'm going to say it verbatim because I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was basically um, saying something like you could take the most, uh, was it the most intelligent fish, right? Yeah. But if you put that fish in a class where everyone has to climb a tree, yeah. even that intelligent fish is going to think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. And and that's just it. And that, that was the thing is I was never dumb. It's no. just that was not like i wasn't about the whole mathematics thing i I, of course i know basic math and things like that but school teaches you to memorize it doesn't teach you lessons right this is what you have to memorize you know it's funny we're talking about this right now because this past week i learned some some stuff about my uh my culture Mm -hmm. that really shocked me and and i i got i got i'm not gonna lie i got a little angry about it um, because I, for, I, first and foremost, I'm an American, you know, but my culture is Hispanic, you know, and I'm very proud of that. Just like, I know you're very proud of your Irish heritage and everything else. Um, and then to find out 
and, and I won't get into all the details of it, but basically what I found out was that my culture, Latin people, Latinos, uh, have been a part of every single war in this country since yeah. the beginning. Oh, yeah. And 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 in that, a lot of the people from my culture, my people, mm -hmm. um, did a lot of significant things, but you never hear yeah, about them. Yep. And when I heard that, mm -hmm. it was funny because it was like, I kind of knew that already, but to yeah. hear it just really made it like, yeah. what? You know what I mean? And yeah, I agree with you, man. We, I'll we have need to find it. it. It's it's sorry, kind of not off subject, but I have to find it. That if it's still on Netflix, it was a mm. cool show. It was like an animated, but it was like I don't know if you ever seen those movies or shows where it's like they're, it's actual actors, but then like they go back over and it looks like a cartoon almost. Yes, yes. Okay, it's like that, but it has to do with a certain unit in World War II, and the entire unit was made up of Native Americans and Hispanics, mm. and they did some crazy shit. Yeah, and like they saw some heavy casualties, but they did some really amazing stuff, and they were led by some uh, some Oklahoma cowboy was, oh, uh, wow. was their officer, and it was only because. Uh, they had his respect because he actually treated them like men. Right. You know, and they, like he took all these guys from the brig and made a unit and like they did some crazy, crazy stuff. And it's like, it's a really cool story. It's like, it's a true story too. So wow, I'll have to tell you about it. I'll, I'll have to yeah. find it and send you a link. Yeah. But yeah, man, just things like that and to see how our history was just not. And then now when significant things happen historically, you're not hearing about them. Did you know just recently, okay, and when I say recently, I'm talking about the beginning of this year, mm -hmm. there was an event that happened that literally changed a certain part of history in our history books. So Malcolm X, who was a very prolific African-American speaker, right mm -hmm. up there with Martin Luther King Jr., right? If you don't know, look it up. But Malcolm X was assassinated. Everybody knows this. Yeah. There were three guys that were convicted of that crime. Mm -hmm. One guy a uh, few years ago, he well, this has been a, a majority of his life. Just just long story short, he mm -hmm. basically did the legwork and discovered that they weren't the ones that killed him. The, there was one guy. Now, there was one guy that they did catch right after the event happened. He was one of the people that killed him. But even he had been saying since back in the 60s that those two guys you arrested were not with me. They didn't mm -hmm. have anything to do with it, but they didn't care. They just wanted to put somebody in jail. Well, anyway, yeah. long story short, this past uh, February, the other two guys that they had arrested, one of them is no longer with us. One of them is still with us, and he actually got released from prison not that long ago. Uh, it's been a few years, but they were finally exonerated <laughs> from the crime. Literally. That literally changes the history books. Yeah. But, did, but did you hear about it? No, you see what I'm saying? That's the kind of shit that needs to be told to people out there, you know, and, and I was actually talking to my nephew and I was asking, hey, are you in um, U.S. history yet? Because he's he's still in school. He mm -hmm. said, no, he's right now going through uh, world history. And I said, listen, when you get to U.S. history, let me know, because there's a certain aspect of it that I want to talk to you about, because I am really curious to see if they really did change the history books when you get to that topic i want to just ask him the simple question who killed malcolm x just yeah. to see what he says because yeah. i just have this feeling daniel that even though that happened but, it's not you're gonna see a change yeah well i mean because even in the history books I, i'm sure it did but i don't even remember who like i didn't i wasn't even remotely aware of it, it was three people so like i just remember hearing yeah. that whole much died and that was that was the end of it 
you yeah. know, but that's where it's, 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 they do. They, I mean, I hate the way that things are taught. I don't, you know, I just, it's why aren't we taught more about government, how government works, how it's supposed to work. You know, like they say, like, cause they don't want us to, to know. That's we, why. Why are we not taught how to like do our taxes? You know, or, yes. Or like, what was it? Someone was someone like, okay, something as simple as uh Roth IRA. Which I mean, I grew up dirt freaking poor, so like investing was never an, even an option. Yeah, but like someone and so I, I sound like an idiot when I'm like saying this. Like someone just recently, like within the past year, was teaching me about a Roth IRA about like if you put in this much and it's just like X amount of dollars every month. By the time like it's like say if I would have started as eighteen, by my age now I'd already be a millionaire. Blah blah blah. And I'm over here like wait wait what? Wow. Wait a minute, hold on. What? Wow. Why wasn't I taught this? Right. What, what the hell? Right. I mean, something as simple as like if you're 18 years old and you put in like just I think it's like 100 bucks or 500 bucks or whatever X amount of thousand dollars. Right. You know, IRA, and then like it was like 50 bucks or 100 bucks a month, and then by the X amount of years down the road, you're a millionaire. I'm like, why aren't we taught this? Because everybody, everybody, everybody could be right. a freaking millionaire. It's like, oh, oh yeah, because they don't want that. Yeah. You know what's crazy? You saying that when I was in high school, Daniel. I was one of those guys that did the whole working half a day, right? And then going to school. We, yeah, our our group, we were always looked down upon, mm -hmm. right? That we were too dumb to go to college. So this is why we had to do this part because we were going to, we had to go into work, right? But check this out. Uh, I, I'll never forget the name of it. It was, there was a class that we had to take if we were going to work half a day and they called it MOCT multi-occupational training i will never forget this class mr garcia was my teacher i remember his name guess what we did in that class what they taught us how to write checks they taught us how to open a bank account how to open a savings account they taught us how to fill out a w-2 form they yeah. taught us how to he taught us basic skills and i remember at the time like why do i have to learn that you know and yeah. he he broke it down for us oh no you know, uh yeah, I took a class like that. It was like either middle school or maybe my freshman year high school. It's called career development. Mm. They don't teach yeah. it anymore. No. What did you do in that class? You learned about how corporations work, business work, how to write a check, how to fill out a check, how to balance a checkbook. Yes. How, yes. To, write an, how to write a resume. Yes. How to perform an interview, things yep. like this. It's That's like, what we learned. What? I remember that class because we we did uh, role-playing interviews. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the thing I loved about this particular teacher, you were talking earlier about teachers, right? This teacher, he made an impact in my life because the, when he taught us, he didn't look down on us at all. Yeah. Like, I remember we I had this class first thing in the morning, actually. Mm -hmm. And the first uh, 15 minutes of class, he let us unwind. Mm -hmm. And he goes, he goes, hey, take the first 15 minutes, just kind of chill out, relax. Before we get into today's lesson, I know a lot of you guys probably worked a, a late shift last night. Just just relax. Like he let us chill because he knew we yeah. had jobs. He knew some of us worked late. So he let us, you know what I'm saying? Like he understood that yeah. and, and stuff like that and had such an amount of respect for us that he looked at us as equals almost. You know, mm -hmm. he knew he was our teacher and technically the authority figure of the class. But bro, yeah. he didn't treat us like we were kids. He yeah. treated us like we were adults. In fact, I'll say this last thing and I'll get off of this, but it's because of him that I actually graduated high school. Yeah. At the time, I was uh, 
I had like a little learning disability. It wasn't something major. That's why I, I never really talk about it. Um, but it, but it was, it was big enough that they had put me in like that special ed type of, uh, thing I had to go to content mastery like that was available yeah. to me so because of that I would have these meetings every semester to see how I was doing well by the time I was a senior in high school I was already over 18 so it was one of those things where my parents didn't have to be there because I was an adult mm -hmm. well, anyway my meeting that I had my last meeting to work because I was going to graduate that I had they were telling me I wasn't going to graduate because of my math scores I had failed algebra. I, I never got past pre-algebra because I couldn't understand it, right? And they were ready to say, you're, you're not going to walk the stage. This teacher stood up and he said, before we make this decision, I, I just want to, if you'll allow me, I want to kind of prove something. And they were like, sure, Mr. Garcia, go right ahead. Looks me in the eye. He goes, he goes, Robert, I want to ask you a question. I was like, okay. He goes, you have a job right now, right? I said, yeah. He goes, how long have you been at your job? I go, this one, I've been there for over a year. He goes, okay. He goes, what do you do when you get paid? And I was like, I deposit my check in the bank. And this is back in the day when there was yeah. no direct deposit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go down there and actually yeah. Yeah, exactly. 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 Uh he goes, You you direct you uh you put your check deposit in the bank? I go, Yes, sir. He goes, Hmm, okay. Um and and then and then what do you do? I was like, Well, I take half of that, give it to my parents. Oh, why do you do that? because I'm helping pay the bills at home since, it, oh, okay. Well, what do you do with the other half? I go, well, I have bills of my own that I pay. Uh, I have, at the time I had a pager, so I pay my pager bill and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. He goes, um, that bank account you have, uh, did your parents open that for you? I said, no, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. So he was asking me all these simple, basic questions. Yeah. And he basically tells everybody that he goes, my point in this is this. What Robert does now is everything that each one of us here in this room does every single time yeah. we get paid. And, and he pays everybody that you go to school with have no clue how to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so he goes, so you got, he, he basically told me, you guys are going to make the final decision, but I think he deserves to walk the stage because he's already doing what the goal of graduating high school is. He's already made a, making a living, paying his own bills, you know, and taking care of business just like an adult would. And because of that, I got to walk the stage. There you go. And they graduated me. So, yeah, man. I, I, and I know I got off on a tangent about that, but again, it just, it just goes back to that's part of that system that I believe with you that they're trying to get us away from for whatever mm -hmm. reason it is. And it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. It really oh, is. I don't know why I just popped in my head too, but like because you're talking about like how everything's direct deposit now, and you don't, you know, don't touch the check. Yeah, it's like everything now is debit check card. Yeah. You yep. don't touch cash. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've been in this situation because like back in the day, like there was no debit check card. You had to go ATM card. You go and get cash out. Yes. Yes. So let's say I don't know. If you, I've been in this situation. I don't know if you have where like you're in the store, you're there for something and you decide to get some things and then like, I'll just get this, this too. And then just, you don't even pay attention to how much it is. Swipe right. it. Right. Swipe it. Swipe yep. it. Yep. But then one day I didn't have my card. I had to use cash. I'm going to pay for it. And I'm like, oh, I don't really need that. Right. It, it makes you think different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right, and man. So that's why. And that's why I think a lot of the, there are things where it's more. Yes, it's convenient. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But it's, it's that's what's led us more to more uh, being like more of a, a consumer. Yeah. Than a, than yeah. A, uh, uh, 
Oh God, what was it? We used to be an industrial country. Now we're a, a, a consumer nation. Yeah, yeah. But uh, again, it, again, it falls back upon. Again, it can be all roll back on whole like the family dynamic and yeah. family part. And, but yeah, I tell you what, man, we could we could go on and on about this topic, but we are coming up to the end of uh, end of our show. But uh, man, this this coming week, uh, as because as we know, it is Monday today. But uh, Christmas is this weekend, man. Yep. Are you are you feeling Christmassy already, Daniel? not really it's it's this year no yeah uh, like i said i've been too stressed over things and like yeah uh just trying to make ends meet so i can pay buy some presents for the kids and hopefully still be able to cover the bills which right i'm not i'm not whining because i mean we're all in the same boat here people oh yeah we're all struggling you know i know i'm i'm better off than some but i'm also a lot worse off than a lot of others uh i'm i'm trying to stay in a little bit christmas spirit because the cold weather you know being yeah. in texas it's it's been like you said the other earlier it's been hot several years yes yes have a cold christmas that would be like, nice sorry, i shouldn't be walking around shorts t-shirt outside on christmas day okay? i agree i agree so i'm looking forward to some cold weather but you know just times are tough right now man they and, are it's, it's 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 and that's why you know a lot of like i've been battling with my demons as i've been in a depression and in a funk because it's just how tough things are financially economically mm -hmm. You know, I just, I just, I, I just see the fabric of our, of, of our, our society just being shredded apart. Right. And you're like just screaming in my head, like, why aren't we stopping this? Right. Right. And I've actually finally had to like the other day. Um, so I downloaded this app. It's got a bunch of like motivational speakers and stuff on it. Yeah. And I finally realized, okay, like I just need to focus on myself and get my head straight. And yeah. And not let all this because now i'm not saying ignore the problem i right. need to work the problem instead right. of just allowing all this negativity to come in right I to, right i need to change my thought process but yeah it's a it's been hard man it's been hard it's like have yeah you been christmas spirit uh a lot like you what you're talking about that was happening but and i'm glad you said that because i did want to say this and this is kind of what i wanted to end the show with the one thing i will take pride in myself for it. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but the one thing that I've done, and here's the funny thing, this actually goes a little bit back to what we've been talking about, because um, I found out years ago, uh, this past Thursday that just passed, I celebrated 15 years with my wife. Mm -hmm. We we had our anniversary. When we first got married, well, when I, I honestly, when I first fell in love with her, of course, you know how it is, you fall in love with your significant other, you find out about them, their family, everything else. I found out how important Christmas was to her and her family especially being that she was the only child so it was at that point daniel that i had made the decision that every christmas i was going to make sure that we were with her family because that's just the way it was so and then knowing how important christmas i love christmas christmas has always been important for me too but seeing how important it was for my wife as well i had kind of made a decision way back then that no matter what Christmas was going to be Christmas, you know, and like you said, this year, it's been difficult, but I have done the best that I can to make sure that we are going to Christmas and we are going to Christmas hard. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I will say this the first time in, in all the time we've been together this year, it's been a little different. My wife has, uh, she had gotten a promotion months back and they're working her man. They're working her hard. And so normally we put up decorations together and do all that. And it had been really a real challenge to do that this year. So what I did is I took it upon myself to do a lot of it and then save the, the ones that are like her and I, yeah. and, and you know what I mean? 
And so I've been doing the best that I can to make sure that that happens. And it's been helping. I got to say the past uh, couple of days, it's been really nice seeing my wife smile, seeing her happy because she's feeling Christmassy. Yeah. The cold weather is really helping, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. And she's really excited that this Christmas it's going to be cold. And, you know, yeah. so so to answer your question now, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit more Christmassy, yeah. you know, so well, that's, that's good. I'm I'm, I'm excited because like Christmas has always been weird for me just because once we once we left Ohio, moved to Texas, it was never quite the same because mm -hmm. you know? I grew up like 20 of us in a house. So it was always like right. Crazy. So then it was just me and my mom, and my aunt. So things have changed. And I don't know why, but also being in Texas, like Christmas time, just isn't like because there's no snow. Yeah. I'm a white Christmas, yeah. man. Yeah. And you know, years later, just battling with my mental health and stuff. And then, uh, but the past couple of years, Christmas has been really like, yeah, like Christmas songs on, ready to rock and roll. But it's just tough this year and even last year because like I can't, you know, I got the tree up. But no decorations because yeah. I can't build uh, the decorations. Right, right. You know, so I drive around, I see all the houses down the street all lit up. Let them like one of these years, one of yeah. these years. But but to get to a better upkeep or upside of the story is I'm excited because this is the first year since my divorce that I get my boys on Christmas Eve. Yes. And so they get to wake up. We get to do the whole cookies things out and get ready for Santa Claus and nice you know, and Christmas morning together. So I'm, I'm nice. freaking stoked about that because that's always been my thing. Yeah. It, like because like, i got the santa tracker on my phone and so i've been like hey where's santa at oh he'll be here in like two hours you gotta let's come on we gotta go get to bed that's awesome man so that i'm pretty excited about that that's awesome and see that that's kind of what i wanted to say is and i tell this to everybody listening too we know times are tough we're all in the same boat together right now we're all going through it at different levels yes but we're still struggling but here's the thing we're not telling you to forget your problems not to forget what's going on don't ignore it we're not saying that but tr I, I encourage you try to get into that christmas spirit this year trust me I, I know it's difficult my family is really hurting you know this is going to be the first christmas without eliana um you know she as you know she passed away with that school shooting at robin lynch those all those families are going to have it really hard this year but we got to try our best get in the christmas spirit let's remember what it's about yes, it's about the birth of our savior yeah. it's about the birth of jesus christ who came into this world so that he could live the life that we live and understand what we and go through perfectly and live it perfectly and then give his life as an ultimate sacrifice for us so we don't have to die in our sins that's what christmas is about yeah. you, know? you know that's what excites me is is, is that, that that's what this time of year it's always been it, it does get special to me because it's about that knowing like i wish we could take that christmas feeling and carry it all throughout the year yeah like, i agree about, i agree like, like this this is like yes the day might be, we might not know the exact date but this is when we celebrate the birth of christ exactly I know a lot of people out there will argue well that's not what yeah screw all that man but and, still, and i gotta tell you there i will say this i was really happy to hear this yesterday my wife was telling me because she was out doing some shopping and stuff <laughs> and she said she just she was loving it because she was noticing that people had the christmas spirit this year yeah you know bro she left her phone at walmart 
Mm-hmm. Nobody stole it. Somebody turned it in, yeah. you know, and, and it was just she goes, I saw families together. I saw little kids wearing the antlers on their heads mm-hmm. and, you know, elf ears and things like that. And she and it really made her happy. It made her smile. Yeah. So I was like, I'm so glad that that's happening. I'm glad that people are getting in the Christmas spirit. And I just want to say I encourage all of you, if you're not feeling it this year, really do your best to try to get into the Christmas spirit. Throw on some Christmas music, you know, something. Watch one of the, the Christmas specials dude i have uh the freaking all the old you know rudolph the red-nosed reindeer in it and bro i've been watching them man because i i just love that about this season so i encourage you guys this is the week of christmas for me this is the week of christmas because we're, we're going up to it it'll be here on you know next sunday a week from today will be christmas day but get into it get into the christmas spirit start your week off with with some holly and jolly you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny it's like a couple years ago uh lincoln uh, uh, he asked me, he's like, daddy, cause like from the elf, he goes, daddy, you got to do this. I was like, what? He goes at work at the, at the gym. Anytime someone calls and you answer the phone, you got to be like, Mr. Flex gym, what's your favorite color? <laughs> and it's funny. Cause like, I actually do that. Like he I was like, all right, I'll do it. And so yeah. I did it. And, and like, most people are just like, what? I had one <laughs> call and I was like, Mr. Flex gym, like, uh, what's your favorite color? He's like, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> like, ah, cool. so, yeah that's awesome man that's awesome well daniel it was great talking with you again great to do this podcast again um i guess we'll see what happens next week i'm probably not next week because it is christmas um but uh but we'll be back we'll get it we'll get it yeah we'll get something planned out for you guys and again um i i i do have i i know i say it all the time i do have a list of people about bringing on the show i just i'm trying to get the scheduling down where they can be part of it um but yeah guys so you're hearing this monday morning um, so hopefully our rant here and, and our battering back and forth didn't uh, bore you to death. It's, just, <laughs> it's good to be back. And guys, I just want to say, uh, I know Rob carries this out, but I just want to say, hey, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes. Merry Christmas. Until next time. Bye-bye.